Welcome, and thank you for listening to Birth Her, the podcast with Robin Robbins, the midwife, where we have real, raw, and uncut conversations about life and transforming negative experiences. If you're on a journey to birthing the highest version of you, join us as we are empowered to take inspired action to heal, activate inner liberation, and birth her to birth your new. everybody it is your vivacious illustrious host robin robbins back 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 with another podcast episode i hope you guys are liking the new name so far you know we decided to go ahead and change that over you know a lot of things are changing new 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 so i hope you guys like the whole birther podcast vibe i'm super excited and honored in the month of love the month of February, we have um, procured, if you will, some amazing, amazing guests that share um, different nuances, if you will, from the love spectrum. And so today we are following suit with this special guest. So without further ado, you guys, I'm going to go ahead, okay, Haunty, and we are going to introduce her. Janessa Mitchell is an elementary school teacher, a mother, a certified life coach, and level one healing midwife. She is also known as the self-love coach. Janessa has spent most of her life battling with self-worth, self-esteem, trauma, and abuse. It was after a year of healing and change, she became clear on her calling to reach back and help other women who struggle with loving themselves authentically and first. You guys go ahead and welcome to the show podcast, Janessa. everybody glad to be here yes 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 we are so absolutely glad to have you janessa so first thing is first honey tell us a little bit more about you like what led you to this realization of like yep this is what i'm supposed to be doing this is where i need to be um okay well first of all I had to get to the place where I was tired of being tired and enough was enough I will say that um I feel like when I look back on where I was or where I come from there were a lot of times where I was tired there were a lot of times where I was desperate for change and for healing and just praying for it and writing it in my prayer journal but never really getting across the bridge to the other side of it. It would just be like, I want to heal, Lord, please help me to heal. Show me what I need to do. And then it would just be that cycle and I wouldn't see healing. And then, you know, you get on that cycle of being discouraged and then, you know, falling back into the other traumatic cycles that you might be in. And I just got to a point when um, I was pregnant with my son and I know a little bit about generational trauma and curses. And it was at that point that I think 
it was for somebody else in that moment. I didn't want to pass down all of the trauma, all the abuse that I had suffered. I didn't want for my child to to walk that path. I wanted to conquer all the demons and, you know, win all of the wars so that when they came into the world, they would have a fresh start versus me feeling like, you know, I kind of came into some foolishness <laughs> in a sense. So right. yeah, that's really where it kind of did that turning point. And I was like, I don't care what it takes. You know, I'm not just going to pray about it. I'm going to get up and, and do something about it. So Absolutely. What a profound defining moment right there. Um, that's really, really, really good right there. A lot of us are un unaware of a generational trauma and womb trauma, yeah. which is where it's passed down from the mom to the children. That's how we get the generational trauma. I just think that's so dope of you and so brave of you to say, okay, this is it. <laughs> We got to take care of this right yeah. now. We got we to work this out right now. I think that's just is so heroic of you, my dear. Yeah, it <laughs> that way. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Because it, it affects another life. Right. You know, and another life affects. So here's my philosophy, right? Um, you know, especially in the industry, in the marketplace, a lot of people are so gun ho on, oh, I just want to reach millions. I just, I gotta get, you know, it's just gotta be so many people. And it's like, we are like, dang, they're killing ourselves really to, to reach such a, a massive market. And it's like, for me though, I want to reach the masses, but I'm very, very clear mm. that if I work with powerhouses, if I work with leaders, I am in essence doing that. Yeah. You know what I mean? I'm in essence doing that because it's the understanding of being intentional about who you're looking to touch and impact yeah. in order for that to trickle down in that way. So that that I, I share that to say that's a very that's a similar principle. It's a similar mindset. Like, ah, okay, it's gonna start with me because I'm not gonna pass this through the boom because. Who knows how many people, right? Your yeah. son, you see what I'm saying? That part has been selected. Mm -hmm. to you see what I mean? Too many. So, <laughs> you know I mean? Right. so sometimes we get googly eyed over all of these, the, the numbers, and it's, right. it's, about, it's like be intentional. Yeah. You know, about that one. So. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yes, honey. So talk to me, talk to me, talk to me. Your bio is loaded with yeah. your mission of self-love. So what is it about your story and this self-love thing? Like, how does that coincide? Why, why are you so passionate about self-love? Yeah, um, well, through my journey, um, like I said, through my healing journey, when my healing journey really started, I was, I won't say forced, but I made the choice, a conscious choice to work hard on looking at the me in the mirror and taking responsibility and seeing, you know, we are not, we like to think that we just get flown through. And sometimes that happens, but most oftentimes your choices are what kind of push you for. And I just had this moment of realization through my healing journey that you know, the choices that I made had a root and those roots kept going back to, she don't love herself. 
you know she doesn't love herself she doesn't think that she's worthy because a person who truly loves themselves and thinks that they are worthy they're going to make specific choices they're going to show up a certain way and the more I looked at what I was doing and what had I had put out in my life it came from a broken place. It came from trauma. It came from pain. It came from anger. It came from depression. And um, the only way to fix that, I had to go back to my root. And my root was when I love and honor myself, then I can show up. I can be a person who I can be proud of, who I can love even more. And then the love that I desire from other people, I have room to accept it. I can show people how to love me. I can, you know, I can show others. And I think that's kind of where that self-love came from when I realized I had been looking for love my whole life in all the wrong places, looking for other people to do the work that I didn't even want to do for myself. You know, I want Jim Bob to love me and marry me and give me worth and tell me I'm beautiful and, and spend money and, 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 and do things to make me feel worthy and make me feel beautiful and special and loved. But when it came to me, when I looked at myself and said, well, how are, how are you going to love you? And I had nothing. As a matter of fact, the scary part of it was not so much scary, but the enlightening part of it was when I realized that I didn't want to. And so it was kind of in that dealing that I realized that a lot of women, you know, like myself, want love and want relationships and want healthy things, but you're not willing to give it to yourself. And when you start giving it to yourself, you have what's going on into overflow and that stuff just comes back and it flows to you and through you. And so that's, that's kind of like my mission. Oh my gosh. <laughs> Girl, stop the press. Woo, that was loaded, y'all. I, I wasn't, I didn't know we was going into the gym dropping <laughs> section just yet. I'm sorry. News flash, y'all. <laughs> we are there. Pick up what she is putting down. That is so powerful. And I honor you. You know, you guys know we're all about raw, real, uncut conversations here. So it's a judgment-free zone. We're about getting free in these streets. So that right there, oh my God. I just knew I, I y'all, this episode is gonna be so I, I feel it. I feel it because I feel myself, I'm kind of <laughs> You know, oh Jesus. Okay, here we go. So <laughs> you are funny. Oh myself, it's it's this thing is so real. Yeah. This thing is. is so real. Like I have discovered in my own journeys, plural, y'all, because I stay in <laughs> I stay in and out. And you know, I used to be ashamed of that because I used to just feel like, well, dang, am I ever gonna get right? Are we are we right or are we not? Not, but I understand that the reality is that as we grow and as we, as we matriculate, like there's always going to be another level to get to. And hence, we never really arrive because if we arrive, then that means we would be perfect. But I have personally discovered that that whole self-love thing like what you said is so real like it really does go back to us well if you really love love yourself it, it will it will have it will have you questioning your whole paradigm yeah. oh man the things you do, i can't because i feel a soapbox coming on i can't even do it <laughs> i feel a soapbox coming you gotta on, flow dude 
like oh my god how many times y'all like how many times that like you know we have done things like seriously even people that don't have some of the backgrounds to you and I people that grew up in the quote unquote a perfect home whatever the case may be just think about it y'all how many times how many times have you made a decision and you've done something and when you really sat and reflected, reflected on that thing at the root of it, it was the lack of self-love. Yeah. Oh my God. Like there's even things in my life now, like as you was talking, I was just thinking, I'm like, oh my God. <laughs> I'm like, lack of self-love. Like I was speaking to a friend earlier today and I was saying like, you know, I recognize that literally my whole life I fought for my mother's approval I wanted my mother's approval so bad I wanted her to give me my worth I wanted her to be like oh my god yes you're brilliant you're whatever you're whatever you're whatever um and because there was a lack of affirmation and validation there it pushed me to be a high achiever so very early on, I was a high achiever. Like I'm talking elementary school, playing violins, dancing, doing all that flutes. And I was looking to wow her. But at the root of that, I was, I was, I was trying to get some type of love and acceptance that only I could really give myself. And the reason why I went back that far is because as you fast, as we fast forward, that same thing shows up to where the relationships that I have been in has been, do you see me? Do you see me? I'm worth it. I'm worthy. Do you see me? You know, I have value, right? I, I can bring a lot of things to the table. Do you see it? Can you see it? And the question really is, do you see it? Right. That right there. <laughs> oh, baby. Do you see it? You know? What do you think that comes from? Um, I think now you you going you going into me. Let's let's right go. Now, this let's question. Go. But this is my opinion from where I stand in my current amount of wisdom and my current, you know, experiences. I believe that part of it comes from how we are raised. So um, I think sometimes, I mean, parent, when it comes to parenting, I'll be the first one to tell you, it doesn't come with a book. You're really, you're literally just doing it the best way you can with the best that you have. And so if you have situations, relationships with older people, your parents, their job essentially is to teach you how to love yourself, how to take care of yourself. You know, they teach you how to brush your teeth and how to wash your body and wash your face and put your clothes on. Um, and they care for you. And when you're in relationships where you're raised in those parts are lacking. So like you mentioned your mother, she could not affirm you. She didn't have the ability, the capacity to. So how could you learn how to affirm yourself? And when, as you're going through life, you still have those needs. You need to be affirmed. That's something that, you know, helps you to thrive. And um, I think that 
we are so perfectly created that we will create, and we are creators, we will create a way to make that thing happen, if that makes any sense. I hope that makes sense. It does. It does. (laughs) But yeah, I really think a part of it comes from just not being taught. And that's a lot of my journey. Like I was so frustrated because I'm like, how? Like I see the problem, but how do I solve it? What do I do to solve this problem? Because it's very clear to me. I don't want to stay here, but what do I do? Um, And I didn't have anybody at that time until my wonderful life coach and therapist came into my life. And so then, you know, I didn't have anybody at that time to teach me and to show me the ropes. And so now I want to do that. So, yeah. Yes, absolutely. That thing is so real. You know, it's like a broken cycle, a broken system. Well, not broken cycle. It is a cycle, but it's a broken system. Like you said, the parents can only do what they know and what they've seen. And it's just, it just keeps going, keeps going, keeps going. So I do my best with what I have and what what I know, what I've seen. And then I pass that on to my children and then they pass that on to their children. And it's like a broken system. Right. And so um, you're very, very much so correct. My adopted mother was not emotionally available. The level of affection was like non-existent. And when I embarked upon my love journey, that was the one, one of the things that, you know, Holy Spirit told me, he was like, you don't know how to love. I was like, what? I was like, me? I have the biggest heart in the world. Like I would give my shirt off my back like I don't know how to love and not recognizing the example at the time that I was even given in a rebuttal was giving that has nothing to do with love yeah Yeah. that that's you giving that giving that's you but your capacity to actually love and I had to sit with that thing and you know you know this story already and you know he gave me that scripture and said but instead of looking at it for others look at it toward you and I began to embark upon that journey and I've been on this love walk thing for some years I'm still in the journey for that because there was just so much so much that I had to unlearn go away um and I'm still I'm still unlearning and in a place of trying to learn what that is supposed to look like you know what I mean Um, in terms of loving self to be able to love others. And it's like, we have this broken system because hurting people are hurting people, but why are they hurting people? Because they're not healed. Okay, but why are they not healed? Well, because our decision-making is kind of off with that because of a lot of suggestive things, societal, cultural, what goes on in the house, stays in the house, all that, you know, you have all that crap. And then it boils down to the fact that, like you said, like we are really missing that, that understanding of how, how does one really, truly love themselves? This is this whole self-care wave where everybody's like, self-care, 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 self-care. And I tell people all the time, baby, self-care is a response to your self-love from your self-love. And you know that you're growing in your self-love that I, for me personally, I believe that's one of those indicators. Yeah. You'll know you're growing in your self-love based on what your self-care looks like. Yeah. And so at first it was like, oh, get my hair done, get my nails done, get my feet done. It'll take a little time for me. It was external things. Mm-hmm. And then it grew from that to it's like, oh no, I need to have a mentor. I need to have a coach. 
<laughs> you know, I need to let me get this good therapy. Team, a support team. And, you know what I mean? Yeah. I started caring about my mental state, my emotions. I, like those things became important to me. And I learned that self-care is not surface. No. It's not exterior. It's not, um, you know, just outside. It's a, it's a whole situation. It's not just about treating yourself externally. It's about making sure you are good from the inside out. But that is a part of self-love. Yeah. And I agree. I love what you said. Self, it comes from self-love because a part of self-love that I think people don't really talk about is you got to get to know yourself. How can you love if you don't know you? And the more I learned myself and the more I fell in love with myself and like, what do you need? What's going to help you in this moment? That was the map that I used to create my self-care plan. My self-care plan is for me. It may not look like what Coach Robbins looks like because what fills me up and what makes me feel loved and honored and rested is not the same thing. And so it has to be, it has to be birth from your love from yourself. It cannot be what you saw the girl and the man and the woman on Instagram do because it's not going to feel you. It's just going to feel good. And it's, it has nothing to do with external. My self-love could be just taking a nap. It don't sound cute, but that's what me needs. That's what the love of my life needs right now. She needs some Hello? <laughs> you know, so it definitely has to come from a place of loving yourself. I agree 100%. Hey, did y'all pick that up? Because she dropped it. Just I'm dropping gems. Oh my gosh, I love that. So, so far, y'all, quick recap. We are unearthing how this thing stems can possibly, depending on your background, can stem from, you know, your parents, you know, your childhood environment that you were brought up in. And we're not blaming the parents. We understand that the parents did the best that they could do with what they had. But we just understand that this is what it, it stems from. We were not really taught what that looks like or how to find that for our, ourselves. And then from there, we get this good mic drops, okay? Self-love. Okay, self-care is a response of self-love. And then we under we come to understand real quick, 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 right? That, hey, that thing, that self-care plan can only be birthed from you, honey. Yes. All right, it's what you see other people do with it. That may not work for you. You gotta know yourself. Exactly. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. This sounds so mm -hmm. good. Yeah. <laughs> you gotta know yourself. I, I share, I share it all the time. It's, it's so true. Um, this whole knowing yourself thing, oh my God. It's, I just feel like it's forever. Oh, it I, is. Help, help me, uh, Coach Janessa. I just feel like it's forever. Sometimes I just want to have a break. <laughs> I just want to break sometimes, like, oh my God. And, but the reality is that, like you said, like we can never stop learning ourselves. The moment, yes, there were two times where I stopped learning myself. And when I did that, I lost myself. Mm -hmm. And the first time it felt like an uphill battle to try to get myself back. It, it was, it was not, it was not pretty. It was not pretty. Oh, girl, it was not pretty. Have you ever been in a place where you felt like, like you lost yourself? I'm like, 
it was hard to love yourself because it was like, I mean. Do you mean before or after my self-healing <laughs> journey? Because look, <laughs> definitely before there are tons of things. I, you know, the song bag lady, I had a whole bunch of bags that I had been carrying around, but my bags weren't just, you know, trauma from abusive relationships or this or that. A lot of my bags were things that I had told myself um I had a bag filled with reasons why I was not worthy of love Mm -hmm. and so anytime I stepped out and wanted to work on it I had that bag that I was carrying and it was weighing me like oh yeah yeah I know you desire that but you remember that like you're not the nicest person you know you you know just just tons of things that tell me why I can't so yes definitely before my healing journey and even after sometimes like you said you get tired (laughs) you get tired of learning because learning yourself is not you're not just going to find all the butterflies you're going to find you know the spiders sorry for those of you who like spiders but you're going to find you know the things that aren't so pretty and the things that you don't want to put on social media that are like whoa like this is the truth of me I am selfish I can be very judgmental and just like anybody else would get tired of your stuff and you would get tired of anybody else's stuff it's the same for you the relationship we have with ourselves is the same kind of relationship you can have with any other person it's the same Mm -hmm. um and so, yeah, I get tired of me. Like, girl, you are tripping. You're still doing the selfish stuff. Like, we know that this is not the way to go. Um, and you, you got to work that thing on out. And it does get tiring. But I think it goes back to, you know, building that relationship with yourself. I think about I've never been married. But one thing I've heard married people say is you got to choose each other every day. Well, it's the same with yourself. There are days when I'm like, look, my girl. Because guess what? She ain't going nowhere. I'm not going nowhere. We can't divorce each other. You know what I mean? And so (laughs) I choose you. I know that this isn't pretty, but we're going to work it out. Mm -hmm. So yeah, that's my little. Oh my God. That was so powerful. And it's it's funny. I really feel like you're in divine flow right now. Like seriously. Yes, because I literally had a session this morning with myself. I went off in the mirror and how you said, hey, we stuck together. Yeah. <laughs> Hello. You listen, when you die, I die. <laughs> we're, we're here. Like That's you right. was born, like, you know, into this world with just me. <laughs> and when we go, guess what? You're going good. with me. Like, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> so yeah. man, I had such a I had to get my whole self together um I have found that sometimes the hardest times to love ourselves is in in the times of transition Mm -hmm. and in the process of transformation yeah it's ugly (laughs) it's ugly and um you know depending on your background and stuff like that like you know, I'm, I've always been like my toughest critic. I've mm-hmm. always been so hard. And I, you want to know what's crazy? I think that came from, I know it came from my childhood. Um, yeah, it does. yeah. <laughs> um, you know, my mom, like I said, she wasn't really like, she worked a lot and her, her focus was provision. And so she wasn't available like that a lot. And so her thing was, listen, y'all, you know, when I get home, I need an hour you know, to unwind and take off the day and stuff like that. 
But by the time, most of the time, by the time she unwind, it was time for us to go to bed and, you know, to be ready for school the next morning. And so she was, it was, she was kind of absent emotionally and all of that. And so because of that, you know, we, we try to learn and cope the best ways that we can. And I, I just remember always wanting to get on a good side, like make sure I was on the good list, right? And right. so I, she used to, her message growing up was, listen, everybody in this house goes to church. Ain't nobody got an option. Everybody going to church, okay? Um, not only is everybody going to church, everybody in this house is going to get an education, going to get good grades. And lastly, y'all ain't bringing no kids up in here. All right, so there will be no pregnancies before marriage. I just want everybody clear. So those were her three. <laughs> those were her three things. I mean, she preached that consistently, yeah. um, so consistently. And so I remember, like, I used to think, like, okay, if if I get a good grade, that like that's gonna make mommy like so happy. You know what I mean? So I remember one day specifically, I came home. I'm not sure it was in math. I think it was math because I suck. <laughs> Me and math are not friends like that, like that. You know what I mean? I suck when it comes to that. And so I just remember I got like an 85 girl. I went, Jesus was with me, honey. Okay? <laughs> and I remember, um, you know, my mom got home and she had her time. I remember I was like, I was so excited. I brought that little paper in there with that grade on it and the sticker. And I was just like, oh my God, I did it. I did it. And she looked at it. And then she said, next time, bring me, I think she said, bring me a 95 or a hundred or something like that. Yeah. And there was no good job. This is a great improvement from where you were before. I know you've been trying your best. There was none of that. It was, okay, next time bring me this, you know? And so I think I I brought that example up because I think that is like literally the reason why I'm so harsh with myself. Even Mm -hmm. still to this day, I've improved a lot, but I, I still can be so harsh with myself. And it's almost like there's no grace, but that's how my mom treated me. Yeah. I didn't get grace. It was like, oh, okay, next time do this. Yeah. It, it was, you know what I mean? And so I had to learn, like, it's okay not to be perfect. Like, it's like, it's okay to fumble the ball sometimes. It's like, it is okay. You're going to be okay. Like, it's okay, you know? And so I think for me, that is one of the main reasons why it's so, like I have to really be intentional about my self-love in a transition and transformation because the first thing that comes back is, okay, yeah, you can't do, you know, I'm, I'm just yeah. so harsh with yeah. myself. And you know, you know, I get good tough love, yeah. you yes. know? <laughs> so I'm, really, I'm really good at that, yeah. you know? I've modified it because I recognize that my mom is the only one there. So I don't give my babies, meaning my clients, my mentees, that type of stuff love. But I'm like, no. <laughs> it can get into a place where it becomes, because I heard not enough. 
as you were saying the story, I just kept hearing not enough, not enough, not enough. It's not, it's never enough. And when you are, you know, when you come up with it's not enough, then you tell yourself, yeah, I did this, but it's not enough. So then you stop celebrating your small wins and you keep going for the goal and you never take time to enjoy the process. And I'm so glad you said it because that's a part of mine too. I have that same journey in a sense where I was healing and doing and I was making, but then it was like, okay, but I'm trying to heal all the way. Like I'm trying to get, I don't want any issues. And and I had to really sit with myself and say, you know what? I appreciate you for where we're at now. And I am going to rest in this place and, and be happy and have joy and peace right now where I am. Yeah, I can go here, but I'm not there yet, but I'm happy about where I am now. And it is enough. And having peace and giving yourself that grace in that space to say, you know what, I'm not at perfection, but I'm better than I was yesterday. That's love too, you know? So I'm so glad you said that. Yes, yeah, it's, so <laughs> it's funny you said that. You said about the, the small wins. And I said, you know, I used to get my people, like, you know, that support team, they used to get at me all the time. They used to be like, girl, like, my God, like, we really not gonna celebrate this? Yeah. Like I, I same struggle became a bestseller author. Oh, I'm so happy! I don't even think that lasted the whole entire day. Yeah. Oh my God! You just became an international speaker. This is huge. You're getting invites from London. This that. I was happy for maybe a few hours. Yeah. I kept striving, and it didn't give me the opportunity to appreciate where I am. But you know, I'm a dreamer. God deals with me, so He gave yeah. me a real good dream. And was like, baby, you see this garden here? <laughs> I need you to mosey along yeah. in this garden. Don't rush. You don't see all these flowers? Yeah. Look at each flower. No flower is the same. Yeah. The different colors, the nuances of them, the way that I've created them, the way that they're shaped. No plant in this garden is the same. And you're running through the garden and you haven't even taken in the beauty. Mm, and that was my dream this is literally yeah. my dream i would it was this garden was freaking immaculate the colors were so vivid i girl i've never seen colors this bright in my life okay it was in the real and place. all i see is the gates at the end and i'm in the garden booking it i'm running i'm i'm talking about i'm on my new york sprint right <laughs> like, <laughs> Uh, yes, girl. The New York Sprint. I'm sorry. <laughs> no, you This is what we do. We cut up. Yeah, man. Okay. Look at it. I was like, if you don't slow down, yeah. you are going to miss everything I'm trying to show you. Everything I'm trying to show you. There's so much I want to show you here. There's so much I want to show you here. There's so much I want you to even learn here. So that when you do exit the garden, you have even more you can give to others. But if you rush through this, <laughs> if you rush through this, yeah. I mean, you'll get there, you'll, you'll be finished, but what will you actually have to sustain mm-hmm. once you get to that destination? You won't have no meat on your bones, huh? mm-hmm. and you won't be able to sustain where you're at that was powerful you just yeah. celebrate yeah. this girl that triggered that 
Yeah, that was beautiful. I love it. I saw the whole picture. You know, I'd be here with you. I was in that garden with you. Like, it was all there. It was so beautiful. The butterflies, girl. Oh, my God. The butterflies were taking me out. Oh, it was so beautiful. The bees and honey. Girl, this garden was something else. It was packed. Oh, it was so beautiful. Yeah. It was like everything in this garden. But, yeah, we, we've got to, a part of celebrating, Celebrating self is a part of self-love. Yes. Let's do it. Let's do, let's go in for a gym drop. What are your top three things that you believe one should have in order to practice self-love? Your top three. I know there may be a lot. things. Honesty, Mm -hmm. acceptance, and hope. Those Mm. would be my top three. Why? acceptance and hope um honesty because you're going to have to be honest with yourself there is absolutely no way you can love the parts of yourself that you refuse to acknowledge or you continue to hide because you don't know that they're there how can you acknowledge something if you don't I mean how can you love something if you don't even acknowledge its existence um and so that kind of goes back to that um that good the bad the ugly there you're learning and loving all of you and so give yourself a fair shot by just being honest yeah girl you you got some anger issues yeah you snap you trip right. sometimes right let and love yourself through it um the hope and I'm doing it out of order the okay. hope because I feel like the hope for me personally hope sustained me it was my hope in those dark times before my healing journey that kept me alive and kept me pushing. It was my hope that kept me from killing myself when I, you know, when I had the gun in my hand or, you know, when I had the pills and I felt myself fading and I sent out that last quick prayer, like, Lord, I changed my mind. I'm sorry. It was my hope that it can be better, even after I had made a choice or even after I had decided for less. It was my hope that said, no, girl, keep going. And I'm so glad that I had my hope because here I am. And I wish, I wish there was some way I could go back to the older me and just show her like, girl, thank you for your hope. So honesty, hope, and then I forgot the other one, girl. I'm sorry. It's okay. Honesty, hope, and I'm usually there. We go. Sorry. That took me out when you started sharing them examples. Yeah, that's what got me to shut up. I was like, girl, it's okay. So you all right? (laughs) I went there. You are all right. That that moved um, to a place. I started closing. Y'all saw me closing my eyes. I started going, y'all. I was like, oh <laughs> Woo! I felt that. I felt that. It, yeah. it sent me. It sent me. Yeah. It sent me. I don't remember what that third one was, but if I remember, I definitely. But honesty <laughs> and hope, let's say those are the two takeaways for right now. Honesty okay. and hope. <laughs> so, you know, we're in a time where, especially as of lately, there has been a lot of suicide. And so when you brought that up, yeah. my mind just, you know, you know, went as someone that has survived as well several um, suicidal ideations. You know, I just wasn't, I just wasn't good at it. Yeah. <laughs> just yeah. to be honest. I just, That's not a bad thing. That's a good thing. I just, right. I just wasn't good at it, you know. Um, so in terms of, right, so we've seen uh, several people, you know, Regina King's son, there's just been several suicides and even before this new wave of suicides there's been a streak just in the last several years probably mm-hmm. decade or so um there's just been a streak you know robin was robin williams it's been a streak yeah. 
Um, like Kate, what's her name? Kate something. I think it's Kate Spade. Um, there, there was a streak of suicide from, you know, celebrities and people that you would think, oh, they have everything, they have money, they have everything, blah, blah, blah. And yet they, they still took their lives. What is the fact that we're talking about self-love and, and you you stated that these were two things that you had that helped you mm. to activate your self-love and stay the course. What do, how do you believe and feel self-love plays um, a role in this whole depression and suicide type of thing? that often happens um i can speak from my experience the more you love yourself there's a whole lot of okay so if you read first corinthians chapter 13 4 through 7 and i just got done um doing a kind of series in my facebook group my private facebook group bridge to me go ahead and join it that's my plug um but we just got through with this three-part series where um we are applying this love scripture this agape love to ourselves and um so what you find is even in the scripture that love is like this umbrella term and the more you love yourself the more access you have to other ways of loving so what am i saying i'm basically saying that loving you a part of loving you is having that hope for yourself having that grace for yourself the more you love yourself the more you get to know yourself I'm not saying that the feelings of depression or even suicide are just going to disappear but I'm going to say that you are fulfilling yourself and strengthening yourself from an inward place that helps you to battle it a little bit longer to help you to fight on just a little bit longer a lot of people because I actually have a few people who have I've shared my my journey with that have shared their suicidal thoughts and their suicidal attempts and I and I always think like they say I say it aloud for my mom or I say it aloud because you know my little sister I want to I'm the reason why I stay alive Mm -hmm. you know what I mean and I'm I'm not saying that to say that's the end-all fix-all but I am the reason why I stay alive yes for my son yes for my family yes for the people whose lives I'm supposed to be touching and helping but I stay alive because I'm to a place now where I feel like I deserve to see what the end is going to be I deserve to see this this abundant life, this abundant love that the Lord has promised me. I believe his promises. And so who am I to say, you're not good enough? Oh no, baby, I love you enough. And you gonna, you gonna, if I got to drag you by your ear to this end, so you can see what it is that he promised, that's what you're going to do. So I think that self-love plays a part because you're strengthening yourself from the inside. And that battle is internal, you know, that there's nothing that somebody could have done or said to me, realistically, that would have stopped me. I had to do it. And yeah. so feeling yourself from the inside out, I think is a is a good way of strengthening yourself for that battle um, yeah. and helping you to be successful. Absolutely. And the battle of my choice. I have to put that in there too. Y'all know God is good. <laughs> right. <laughs> you know. I was for me, I was so unsuccessful, you know, at my attempts. I just I I it couldn't do it right. Yeah. So <laughs> So that, you know, that's why I'm here. (laughs) You know, that was um, in my teenage years, my early teenage years. Um, Have I since, fast forward now as an adult, do, have I had the thoughts like, damn, I don't even want to be here no more? Absolutely. 
Absolutely. And, and but it's not in a way of, oh, I'm about to take myself out though. Yeah. It's just like, Jesus, I'm just so tired. Yeah. Like how much do I have to carry? Yeah. Like, you know, like how how much longer I'm gonna have to do this? Yeah. You know, and and because I want to see the other side. I'm yeah. I'm I, I'm ready. I just want to can we just fast forward and put me on the other side? You know? Yeah. Um, so I I I do. You know, and even as a, uh, to be just all the way transparent, you know, this transition I'm in now, I've had those thoughts of like, if I was just gone, yeah, Easy. it probably would just make it better for everybody. If I just wasn't here, like, yeah. it probably would just make it better for everybody. Um, Another thought has been, y'all know we real, raw, and uncut. This is the ministry of this podcast, okay? Go. All right. Y'all gonna be all right, okay? Um, I've had the thought of, you know, like, I just feel like, oh, man, I felt, I felt, I didn't hit, that's that me being rough on myself mm-hmm. that was earlier. Oh, man, dang, I, I felt, you know, like, you missed it. It's time is probably not gonna come back around. Yeah. At this point, this is like, girl, hang it up. Um, you know, I've had that. I've had again, not to the point of where I'm like actively trying to end my life, but just the the thought yeah. of, you know, everybody else would be probably better, right? And then thinking like, no, really, forget them being better. I would be better because I would. Have- yeah. Because I want to have to deal. You know what I'm saying? I would be rusty. I would, you know, yeah. I would have yeah. to deal. But then, like you said, that it's just something just deep, deep down yeah. on the inside. That's your hope. <laughs> right? Yeah. Yes. That's like, girl, <laughs> you don't get it together. Yeah. If you don't, what you mean if you're not here? Yeah. Like you have work to do. You have things to release. Mm-hmm. You have people to touch. Like, don't allow everything to be in vain. And, and, you know, for those that don't know, I know you know, but for those that don't know, a lot of what I post and share, that comes from, I cannot give people what I have not lived ED yeah. or am not currently experiencing. That so works. my content comes from a very real, raw place. Mm-hmm. And so for this week, you know, I kind of have this thing where I say, can I speak over your life, right? So for this mm-hmm. week, it was about you can't quit. You Thank can't you for quit. that, by the way. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> right on time. <laughs> Absolutely. You can't quit. You can't give up. But I, I, I'm also talking to myself. Yeah. You know, I'm I'm always, always talking to myself first, you know? And, you know, in this thing called life, I'm just so appreciative of individuals like you who are on a crusade to really heighten our awareness and understanding to self-love because it seems so minute, but as you guys can see, how these issues evolve from the lack of or the non-existence of self-love. And like you said, self-love really will help you. That that hope yeah. and that love of self, it really will help you to fight on and not allow thoughts to go any further than girl. 
unmonetized mm-hmm. so COVID right now. And you're like, if I never woke up, that would be great. Right. Mm-hmm. But not that you're going to do anything, but because yeah. you're exhausted and you're tired of all that. But then that hope and that, see, I feel like it's a combination of self-love and hope. Yeah. I feel like that love of self. Now, when I say love of self, I'm speaking about the raw, unfiltered. We're not talking about this case in this flesh. Not at all. Talking about this, it, it's like this raw, unfiltered. It's almost like in that moment, it's like spirit to spirit. Yeah. Right? It's like in those moments, it's like you have this understanding and like you're one with God, right? Mm-hmm. And it's like this understanding, like I came from God and, you know, and God is with me. God is in me. God, you know, I want to eat. I'm just going to be free. God is me. I know some people that's going, that's going to read your word. It's okay. It's in the book. (laughs) Y'all catch it later. It's in the book, you know, um, it's that oneness, oneness in those moments of like, it's just, it's pure love. Right. Mm-hmm. All right. Next question. Cause I girl, I can, I feel a soapbox. Yes. <laughs> Let's move forward. Um, okay. What would you say is your top three actions top three for those actions. that are embarking upon their self love journey? They're listening to us and they're like, "Oh my god, dang! I th- I thought I did love myself, but they're talking about some things that's yeah. making me actually reflect. How how do I?" how do I start going about this for real? real? Like, how do I um, get this, this, this love and and like really, really grab a hold of it? What would be your first top three actions that you would recommend as the self-love? Yes. (laughs) Well, um, I'm always going to speak from my experience um, and the experience that have been shared by others. But I would say number one is get help support. Because if you remember, my testimony is I've been going years knowing there was a problem, knowing that healing needed to come, but never getting to that place. The thing that that helped me was getting a support system, investing in a life coach, investing in a therapist and getting serious about it. So that's the number one thing. That's the first action. Find help. If you cannot make that connection, you're, it's not clicking for you. You're not understanding how what self-love really looks like. Where do you start? Start there. Get help. Find somebody who can help you. There's nothing wrong with that. Um, my number two thing for starting your self-love journey, jump starting it, is really take the time to get to know yourself. And that could be as simple as, you know, just taking a moment day by day to check in with yourself and say, hmm, I reacted to that like this. I wonder why I did that. I wonder where that came from. Just start questioning yourself. Just start observing yourself, um, learning you. Um, because that's another part of it. And then the third thing, I would say start to discover the things that make you, that make you feel good or worthy. Because I think for me, a lot of my self-worth came from, I'm not, a lot of my self-love came from, I'm not worthy of it. So once I started to understand and accept that I am worthy and why I'm worthy and be able to speak back to those things, um, that helped me to build in my self-love as well. So get help and support. 
um, can't always be family and friends because your family and friends are really people that you vent to. You need somebody that's going to be not your friend, but be your person, be the person that say, no, nah, baby, hold on. I understand you. They're going to have to talk some sense into you. Your mama, your best friend, your cousin, they can't do that for you. You need somebody that's outside of you, um, a safe space. Um, yeah, that those would be my three. Get your that support. was so good. <laughs> yeah. Gosh, y'all, so this was good. I don't want to let you go, but I know I got to keep it forever. <laughs> This is just so, it, it feels so pure to me, this conversation. Mm-hmm. Like, and I interview people and all that, and all the conversations are good. We, I cut up with everybody because you know I'm a nut girl. Yes. I cut up with everybody, right? <laughs> gang, gang, all right? But this just feels so pure yeah. and so like necessary. And like, mm-hmm. I, I really, really hope that like, yeah it touches you guys I really do because um it's real like I always say y'all don't allow people to make you feel like because they present a picture perfect image on social media um life is real we are all in this thing called life together we are experiencing it and even those of us who have matriculated and maybe gotten to the next level we still understand we still know what it's like to be there and that doesn't mean that these things don't come back around they just come back around slightly different and in a higher way because now it's time for us to pass the test to go to the next level so you know this this was really 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 good tell us what do you have coming up what's what you got going on well to celebrate the month of love since i am the self-love coach I actually have an event coming out um on February 14th at seven it's virtual so it's a ladies night in ladies only sorry fellas um and it's called loving you in 22 and so it's kind of like a continuation of that three-part series what is love that I was talking to you guys about earlier but I'm going to be dropping some more gems on you know how to be practical about really applying that self-love and you know just saying in 22 all that foolishness that we did back then, it's enough. I'm choosing to love myself in 22. And that's why I named it Loving You in 2022. Um, so yeah, that's my event. And I'm super excited about it. I'm also going to have, you know, an opportunity for people to just ask me questions. Because sometimes you just have burning questions that you want to ask um, a professional. Um, and so I'm really excited just to hang out with my ladies and, and share some things that I have gleaned over my journey so far. And I'm excited to hang out with some people get dressed up and be cute we're gonna wear as long as you wear something red so I know that everybody is different so you can have like a red flower it can be red lipstick it can be a red dress red heels red nails I don't care just bring one thing just wear something red and that's how we're just gonna you know come together and in, in the name of love <laughs> yes, I love that I so love yeah. I still love that. Um, y'all, y'all already know I got y'all back. So I'm gonna make sure all her all of her links are in the description below. And y'all gonna be able to click and join. It's virtual. Make sure you go ahead and do that. I just again, I just love everything that you're doing. I think it's so dope and it's so mm-hmm. meaningful. Um, again, with the whole crusade of self-love and everybody's self-love, not self-love, self-care. The whole crusade of self-care and self-care. And it's like, dude, if you don't love yourself, this self-care is going, it's that's not going to work. It doesn't work that way. Exactly. So I'm so, so honored and super excited 
that you are about that life, that part, that you're about this life and that you are helping us learn how to truly love ourselves, like what that looks like, what it takes, you know, and, and to love ourselves, depending on where you come from, your walk of life and your background, if there may be some healing that's needed, that healing midwife there, right? There may be some healing needing to really get over that, 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 that hurdle. Yeah. Oh my God. But yeah, you guys, y'all know I love you. I love you so much. Um, and I just thank y'all for tuning in. We've been cranking these episodes out every week and we're just getting better and we're just doing what we do. And I just want you guys to always, always, always remember that you absolutely have to believe in your future enough in order to outlive your past. There's just no way around it. Have to believe in your future enough. So we love you. This has been another episode. Yes, yes, yes. We thank you so much for tuning in, whether you're tuning in audio or visually, we appreciate you. And um, we hope that this conversation has been highly, highly impactful. Again, I'm going to make sure you guys have the links to connect to Coach Janessa. Join her for the event. Join her Facebook group. Follow her on social media. And just, you know, communicate and engage and all that good stuff. And y'all, get ready for next week because it's going to be a doozy. We're coming hard, period, this whole month. Not only is February the month of love, but February. It's my birthday month. Hey, turn up, turn up. <laughs> Pisces, Pisces gay. Hey, hey, hey. Hey, 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 that part. Gang, gang. And so next week's episode is going to be like, it's going to be, oh God, it's going to be really, really raw. So I just hope y'all ready. Just, just get ready because I'm about to bear my whole soul. Like, yes. <laughs> All right. Uh, thank you so much, Janessa. Thank you for having me. Yes, for you know, dropping the gems, sharing your experiences, being real, raw, and uncut as we like to do it here. And I'm definitely gonna have you back. All right. All right. I can't wait. Absolutely. All right, y'all. We love y'all. Love Bye. you. Good night. <laughs>Thanks for tuning in to another episode of Birth Her the Podcast with Robin Robbins, the midwife. Don't forget to connect on Instagram, Facebook, and YouTube at Robin D. Robbins. Important links for this episode can be found in the description. Until next time, share this podcast with a friend. Blessings and much love, beautiful soul.